and we are back with an all-new edition. I am Eric Norton. He is Paul Worth. We are the Fat Packs, and this is Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? What's up, dude? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm feeling good today. You feeling good? Yeah, man. We had a lot of fun last night. We had a lot of fun in our draft. We're going to do a fantasy uh, a fantasy podcast for that a little later today or tomorrow to recap that, but uh, we... we According to the CBS draft guru gods, we we, did, we suck. We suck. <laughs> yeah, I we like suck. It. We got a D plus, and uh, our boy from West Virginia, Robert Brogan, got a D plus too. Yeah, man. So uh, we all stick together. At least we're we're hanging out together. Yeah, man. Uh, some uh, some Nashville team got an A. I don't he got know what an that's a. all about. Yeah. It's not not what I remember from high school. Man, so it's a. Uh, it, it, it was a rough one, but that that's a whole new that's a whole other podcast where we're gonna break all that down. But last night was a lot of fun. It in, was, and I'm happy today. You happy, happy today? today? Yeah, man. I don't even feel that like it's seven a.m. and I'm tired thing. You know, not no, yet. I'm good, man. Yeah, no, you I'm got good. some Skittles going on there. I do. I saw I do. that. I got rainbow fruit flavors. I have a, a a a pint of water. So sorry. I have a pint of water. Trying not to drink so much soda. Ah, but. Uh, the water is going down. Okay. So if you hear me gulping during the uh, during the podcast, that's because uh, I was I was quenching my thirst. Yeah, better than your heart racing. Yeah, better than my heart racing. Um, got I got the beaties. Yeah, it's no the, good. Don't don't want to kick in. Don't want the sugars this early in the morning. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> so man, what's going on in uh, new products and pricing? New products pricing, man. Today today's a big day. Yeah. Uh, it's a big day for baseball, man. Bowman Chrome drops today. Um, they're trying something a little different. They're doing a um, one box has two mini boxes, six packs in each box, five cards in each pack. Uh, a little bit different than their normal configuration. Uh, you're going to get two autos per box uh, for the for the regular stuff. And uh, instead of doing jumbos this year, they decided to do something called vending boxes. They're going to contain contain 80 cards, and they're going to have three autos in each of those boxes. Okay, so, so that is a lot different. Yeah, a lot different. So okay. that that drops today. Uh, it'll probably be heavily heavily broken. Um, so you'll be able to catch, pick up those singles pretty easily at the people that you're looking for. Uh, check out Beckett's homepage. Um, Cracknell did a huge, huge breakdown of uh, the checklist and the autographs and, and the who's who of that set. And um, yeah, man, that's that's big news right there. Cracknell did it's a massive piece. Yes, it's it's got a, a, a photo of all the prospects you need to be looking for. All their information. He, I mean, it, it must have taken him some time to write that. That was that was massive. That's so. awesome. Well, that's good because it's going to be broken and people are going to want to know what they're getting. So that's good stuff. Um, so keep staying with baseball. Um, kind of snuck up on us, but Bowman Platinum came out late last week. Uh, Walmart exclusive only, which is kind of crazy. You can't find it at your uh, local card store. Um, even can't even find it online. Some of the big distributors don't even have it. So it's a Walmart only product. Um, Sixty nine ninety nine for a box. Uh, you get two autos per box. Uh, they got blasters and hangers as well, so those are out if you can find them. Uh, I've heard a little bit that they're not easy to find, so check that out. Um, and hockey, you got a couple things coming out. We got what, Opeachy drops today, Opeachy, right? Yeah, Opeachy will drop this week. Um, that again, I'm, as I mentioned last week, and uh, Stephen LaRoche who was on la- with us last week. That's your your typical set collector set. It's a uh, it's a big one, and a lot of a lot of people love it, especially those you know those those old heads who love uh, who love that Opeachy brand. So. You guys go get that, and then we had Ultimate Collection come out last week, which uh, has been lightly broken. I, I've seen I'm seeing some of it on the secondary market, but not enough to where I could price it yet. Uh, every, if you know anything about Ultimate, it's a it's a limited print run anyway, so right. It's cool uh, looking cards though. Yeah, they're they're nice looking. Um, it's an interesting design this year. I mean, it looks like Ultimate, it just looks a little different, but you know, it's not. 
it's not that it's bad. It's not that it's, it's good. It's just it's different than what what I've used to seeing. But that ultimate logo still looks the same. So that that's all that matters. Very cool. And one last thing that's of note is uh, Absolute Football also comes out today. Um, they're running three autos a box, uh, right under one fifty a box uh, for cost on that. Um, Absolute Football, they did it right, man. I saw a uh, Panini did it, a quick break of their own product, and uh, that stuff looks sharp. Stuff looks sharp. So check out their website, see that break. Um, we'll probably be breaking in at house here, I would imagine, sometime this week as well. Probably so. soon. Yeah, sometime soon. That's uh, that's always a fun product to break. It, that's one of those high-risk, high-reward things, you know, mm-hmm. with those three packs and you're getting a hit per pack. Is it three or four packs? I think it's four packs. Okay, so you're getting a hit per pack or something like that. Right. And, uh, I can actually remember during after my second deployment, that was Absolute was the first product I broke. Oh, wow. Coming off that deployment. Pulled a Greg Olson... A relic for the Bears at the time. Right, right. Uh, number to 10. It had a ball and two patches on it. So very cool. I, I still remember. I don't have that card anymore, right. but I remember it very well. It was uh, fun. So with um, with Bowman Chrome coming out uh, today, I would assume that you two bros would be breaking that pretty heavily? I would imagine so, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a that's definitely up their alley. Uh, a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of people trying to get the, the, the new guys, uh, the prospects, and they, they like to buy them in bulk. So yeah. I'm sure they'll be doing it right. Yeah. So you guys go check out the two row store on the Beckett marketplace. And while you're on the Beckett marketplace, and if you make a purchase there, I keep telling you guys this, you might as well make a purchase and go ahead. If it's over $10, enter it into our King Griffey Jr. giveaway, because if you're there buying, there's no reason you can't, you shouldn't be getting more, more, uh, entries towards this giveaway it's got about four days left and it's already up there it's got almost seven thousand hits already wow so. and it doesn't matter what sport you collect it's, it's ken griffey jr right it's, it's an thing. auto it's three of ten it's a sweet card yeah so it's it's uh there's nothing wrong with that card at all nothing um even without the logos it, it still looks clean and nice so very cool yeah i'm i'm all over that also just giveaways galore this month we have the superhero september superhero september going on okay that kicked off uh on, it was supposed to kick off Monday, but we didn't account for the holiday because uh, I was not coming in to put a card on Instagram. No. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we kicked it off on Tuesday, but we did double up for you. So we, okay, we, we found a, uh, an artist autograph uh, of, of from Sabretooth from 2015 Fleer Retro, I believe. We, we had that, and we had a Sabretooth uh, relic card from uh, Vibranium. Vibranium. So we paired those together. That's up now. We actually just announced the winner this morning on Instagram. So uh, Eric, his name is Eric. If uh, if you're listening, nice, you won. Well, there um, you go. I, I put it I, I put it out this morning. So, but we have an, another one coming up today. It should be out today. Yeah, I'll post it on Thursday because this is going to post on Thursday. So there you go. I'll post it on Thursday. That'll and work. also back this this year is our Beckett Instagram football giveaways. Yes, I've heard some good things about this. These are, these are fun. Um, if you weren't a part of them last year, I'm I'm sorry. I don't, you know, I don't know what you were doing. You were sleeping on us, man. But uh, <laughs> So this year, instead of the Monday night games, I'm going to do the Thursday night games. Awesome. And we, I've already went back and pulled two cards. Uh, I shared those with you. Yes, would you, you did. Would you agree that they're at least nice cards? Yes, absolutely. They're nice cards. Absolutely. Hey, uh, they're free. They're free. They're so. Free. And it's football season. And it's football season. I am pumped, man. Uh, The first card for the Carolina Panthers is a Devin Funches relic auto. Breakout year. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming right now. So we've got Funches, and then we have a Cody Latimer 
patch auto from tops five star i believe I think so a couple colors on that yeah a couple colors on that number to 35 so um what you're gonna do is you see the you see the post you pick your team uh who would you predict that was would would win this time around i, I got carolina yeah I got carolina so yeah it's tough I mean, to pick denver right now until we see what this guy's got simeon is yeah, that his name yeah so so paul picks carolina and he predicts that the final score will be um, I'm going to go 38-17. 38-17. So, if Paul predicts Carolina and he wins the random, he would get the Devin Funches card. If he if he wins the random and has the correct score of 38-17, he would get both cards. So, that's how that how that works. It's a lot of fun. Remember, you have there there are two steps to this process. I I told guys time and time and time again last year there's two steps. You first, you got to pick the winning team. Then you have to win the random. So don't don't come to me talking about oh I won I won I won because I got it correct. No, you didn't. If you didn't win the random, you didn't win. And the chances of you winning the random after after you've come to me and told me oh I won I won I won are pretty slim. <laughs> so um, let's. Uh, Let's remember how to play the game this year, okay, guys? It's going to be fun. we got a lot of stuff revving up for you. I know uh, Paul and Justin are working on a Monday morning collector-type giveaway or something like that. Yeah, man, so. we're going to be giving away something. We're still uh, we're, iron, we're going to iron out the details today, actually. And, okay. Uh, I will, okay. Uh, I'll let you guys know. We'll post it on Monday, but I'll let you guys know on the radio show uh, next week how that's all going to break down for the for the season. Awesome. So we'll have a couple football giveaways. you got your superhero giveaways. we got wrestling coming up. Man. you got a lot of stuff. I was giving stuff away. I wish I'd give some of these pounds away. You want to, you want to do that? I wish I could, man. Any, any, anybody, any takers out there? You want to give some of these pounds? We, we could be the medium packs. <laughs> the medium packs. Hey, whatever works, <laughs> the man. The medium packs. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but before we do that, just want to give you a little teaser about this interview that's coming up. Uh, we sat down with AJ from The Lost Collector. Um, his story was he got out. He was he was a collector, uh, went away, went to college, right? Got involved with a uh, maybe some some ladies, you know. Yeah, and, and, you I, know? he said something yeah, about that. So, so they were they were making fun of him because he was collecting cards, but he finally got back into it and he was completely lost. But um, he, he keeps a blog, uh, thelostcollector.blogspot.com. You can go check that out, and it's about his uh, TTM success. So through the mail, so he's going to come on and talk about that. It was a great interview. We had a lot of fun doing it, and uh, I, it's it's just cool. Go check out his blog while you're listening to it. You can see what we're talking about. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with that interview. Sounds good. What's going on? It's Troy Hughes from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. And we are back from that quick break, and uh, we got we got a phone interview going on here. We got AJ from The Lost Collector joining us. We're going to talk about TTM. That's awesome. You, you, are you are you a TTM guy, Paul? I you know I've never been I've never done that before. You've never done it before. I've never done that before. I was a teenage mutant ninja turtle guy, so I was ah, a TMNT. That, that's close. Is but that close? We're we're gonna talk TTM now. Uh, we we reached out on Twitter probably probably a month ago and said, hey, we want to do a TTM show. Who who do we need to talk to? And people promptly got back to us and said, you need to talk to the Lost Collector. So that's who we got. What's up, AJ? What's going on, man? What's up, guys? Little uh, little bum to be back at work after the long weekend, but you know this is a good way to start off the day. So thanks for having me on. Not a problem, man. Yeah, we're a little uh, we're a little bum too. Yeah, we're a little bum too. <laughs> uh, I was ready for a four day weekend, but that didn't happen. So let's get into a little bit about uh, about who you are, AJ. Who you are and what do you do? Yeah, no problem. Um, so in the real world, I uh, I work in marketing. 
in New York City. Um, so I am sitting in a high-rise in Manhattan right now. Awesome. Uh, but I live outside the city in the Jersey suburbs. And, um, you know, that's what I do by day. But, you know, at night in my free time, I'm, I'm a collector. Um, got back into the hobby a couple of years ago and started up a blog um, just as a way to kind of share my chronicles of, uh, you know, going, you know, acquiring new cars and meeting new collectors. And um, I don't really have anyone in my personal life who I can share this with. So I kind of turn to the blog um, as my outlet and a way to kind of keep me interested and, you know, show off a lot of the, the new goodies that I get in the mail. So um, before we jump to the next question, the, the next point of the interview, let me ask you this question. Um, you said you got out, now you got back in. How long were you away, and how long have you been collecting now? I mean, it's, a, it's that same story that everyone kind of had where, you know, in high school, college, you kinda, you know, a lot of people lost interest a little bit just because of time or, you know, because of girls or because it wasn't cool or whatever. But then, you know, once like 2008, 2009 rolled around, I started to dabble back in a little bit, and then I discovered the whole community of card blogs in like 2010 and 2011. And, uh, you know, I thought I'd start one up myself. And, you know, five years later, some, somehow I'm still going with it. That's awesome, man. Good That's stuff. So um, so you got back in. So what actually do you collect? What, what can we find in your collection? Uh, you know, first and foremost, I'm a Yankee collector. Um, you know, I've got a large Tino Martinez collection. He was my favorite player growing up. And um, so, you know, he's the guy I go after first and foremost. It's a little nice not having, you know, too much of a current player. Um, so I can really kind of focus back on, you know, the issues I may have missed in the late 90s and early 2000s. And then, you know, currently I collect um, Yankees prospects as well as some other players like, um, you know, Ty Hensley, who's a Yankees prospect, a first-rounder a couple of years ago. And then I dabble with uh, Michael Pineda on the Yanks as well. Okay. Pineda, man. He was uh, – I used to work for the Mariners, and I worked uh, for the Mar- – Pineda's first season before he got traded to the Yankees, and everybody loved him, man, because he was just filthy. And then he got traded yeah, to New was. York, and he's kind of flying under the radar now, I think. Is that safe to say? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's pretty frustrating because he's got great stuff, like you probably saw in that rookie year he had with the Mariners. But, you know, for some reason he gets hit really hard or is prone to giving up, um, you know, a, a lot of, like, three-run homers. So he's sort of like a, you know – 2016 version of A.J. Burnett where, you know, the guy has a ton of nasty stuff, but then he just ends up, uh, you know, the final numbers don't kind of reflect that. I, I think that trade in general was horrible. Uh, it, was, it was Pineda for Montero, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and, you know, I, I think it's safe to say it both hasn't really panned out for either side. I guess, you know, since Pineda's still a member of the Yankees rotation, they've got a lot more out of it than the Yanks did, but at the time I remember being pretty crushed because Montero had just come up and had a really good September, and um, you know we didn't have a lot of homegrown players to cling to. So um, you know I know Yankee fans are excited about him, but you know to get an arm back like Pineda was also pretty uh, you know pretty awesome. And then he ended up getting injured for a couple of years, and then uh, you know it just hasn't quite worked out. But uh, somehow you know five years later he's still a, he's still a part of the Yanks at least. So I guess we could say. The Yanks won that trade, but not by much. Yeah, not by much. So, <laughs> Paul, I saw Paul's face grimace when he when he said uh, AJ Burnett. Did you have a face? Did you have thought no, I there? just no. But he was exactly right with his his comparison. Yeah, you know, he just man, you just thought you're going to get so much more out of him. But yeah, his numbers definitely don't reflect yeah. what he could actually do on the yeah. on the mound. Yeah, a lot of double digit strikeout games while also letting up four or five runs. You know, it's just kind of a it's a bizarre 
it's a bizarre kind of stat line he ends up with. And, you know, his ERA right now is hovering a little over five, which, you know, a guy, a guy with his stuff, you know, should be in the mid to high threes, but you just can't seem to put it all together. And I think at this point kind of is what he is. Yeah, I, I think so too. All right, let's, let's jump back on subject because we can talk Yankees and Mariners all day, but no one else cares <laughs> about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's talk about TTM, man. Um, what is TTM? Yeah, what, tell everybody what TTM tell, is. Tell us what TTM is. All right, so TTM stands for Through the Mail Autographs. Um, you know, it's it, it's as simple as it sounds, where you basically uh, write a letter to a player or a celebrity, and, you know, in this case, baseball players. Um, you know, you, you add in a couple anecdotes within the letter. You include a baseball card or two, as well as a self-addressed stamp envelope, and you send it to the player, you know, usually to his, stadium or spring training or minor league address or um you know if the guy is retired you can find his home address pretty easily uh you send it out and then you play the waiting game and you know hopefully a couple weeks later you get a surprise back in your mailbox and you get you know an autograph card and you know, for the most part it's a it's free outside of the cost of stamps uh there are some guys who do charge a couple bucks for autograph um but you know it's just a, a fun way to kind of take a lot of those you know, old commons you might have just sitting in a box or, you know, minor league players before they get huge and, um, you know, add some good autographs to your collection. That's okay. So simple enough. Good explanation. Now, how, how do you, how are, how are our collectors supposed to be successful in this? What are some key things that we need to do to be able to, to get success through the mail? I think the biggest thing is to just kind of, you know, be realistic. Um, you know, if you're sending out requests to, um, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. or a guy like Mike Trout now, or Bryce Harper, you're probably not going to get an answer back. Um, you know, guys like Trout, they used to sign when they were younger and kind of making their ways up to the minors. But once they explode on the scene, it just, you know, the volumes of mail they must get are just astronomical. And, you know, there are some exceptions. Um, but for the most part, I'd say, the, you know, just be realistic. Um you know, go after those younger guys, go after those lesser known players, um, and, and do your research and, you know, you should be pretty successful most of the time. Awesome. Good stuff, man. So, all right. So give us a success story. What's your biggest success? Who's your biggest player, celebrity, your, your biggest one that, that means the most to you that you've gotten back in the mail? I've gotten a couple, um, you know, I, I did get Mike Trout in care of the Arizona fall league a couple of years ago. Sweet. Um, in 2011, um, I actually sent the, uh, that, Tops update card, which I think is is pretty scarce commodity these days. That's about a hundred dollar card now. Course, but yeah, yeah. Well, I've got it autographed. Um, so it, uh, you know, I sent it to him the Arizona Fall League, and it came back a couple weeks later, signed perfectly. Um, you know, I don't believe he signs through the mail now, just because of the amount of requests he must get. Um, so that was a pretty big success. Looking back at the time, you know, he was just another top prospect, but now obviously he's one of the best players in the game. And then kind of the Hall of Fame route. Um, you know, back in like 2005 or six, I got Phil Rizzuto through the mail um, by writing a really nice letter and kind of, you know, most of the time I keep my letters really short, but I actually wrote him a longer letter, shared some family stories about uh, when I used to watch games with my grandmother and how we used to enjoy how he would, uh, how he would, uh, you know, commentate and kind of tell stories about cannolis or birthdays or whatever it might be. And he actually ended up signing my card, um, including another um, black and white signed photo, which I did not send. And then this was an instance where I actually included a donation. A lot of times I don't, but I actually wrote a check for like 10 or 15 bucks. And he returned the check and wrote on it, no charge from Scooter. 
Um, so that was a really cool success I had. And, you know, it just goes to show that you never know. Um, you know, sometimes you got to take a gamble on the bigger guys or, you know, a sincere letter might do the job when, you know, most of the time the card might come back unsigned or you might not get it back at all. Well, that's a great story, man. That, that is a good story from, you know, a, a Yankee legend, right? Absolutely. So, so um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What what would you say, like, I'm looking through your blog here. You guys can find that at thelostcollector.blogspot.com. And I, I, I'm i seeing some Juan Gonzalez cards. How did that go? Yeah. Was that was that sketchy? Was that touch and go? Or? No, it was, it was actually pretty good. Um, really? You know, if you do a little, yeah, if you do a little, a little research, there's a lot of forums where other collectors share their, um, their TTM successes and kind of what they're working on. A lot of people do different projects or, you know, try to get certain sets signed. I um, mean, I saw some Gonzalez successes trickling in. Um, so I, I shot him a couple of cards uh, to his home address, which is also available online. And, you know, I think it was only about a three or four-week turnaround where I got him back signed beautifully. Um, you know, one thing with TTMs is you never quite know who is signing them. Um, you know, I like to have faith in people and hope that the player is actually the one signing them. But, you know, there are some well-documented instances where it's either a secretary or, you know, some other family member signing. But, um, you know, the Juan Gonzalez has looked pretty good and pretty legit. And, you know, I do this for myself in my own collection, and I'm not selling them or, or listing them on eBay or anything like that. So, you know, I'm going to go with the fact that it's real and that uh, he's answering fan mail right now. Cool. Now, you brought up a point about not, not reselling them, not putting them on eBay. So to do you get these back in the mail. Do you do any, like, JSA certifications for any of them, or have you done that before in the past? No, I, I haven't. I mean, the, the trout is pretty tempting because I think that, you know, kind of add to the mystique of that card by getting it authenticated. But, no, I mean, for the most part, you know, a lot of the guys that I'm sending to might not be the biggest stars in the world. Um, and, you know, to me, that's good enough that they come back in the mail with a signature on them. And, you know, I don't feel the need to kind of do any sort of authentication. Some do, uh, but, you know, it's just not really my wheelhouse. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, before we let you go here, just you, you gave us a bunch of do's. Can you give us some don'ts, some things we shouldn't do when looking to get cards signed through the mail? Yeah, to me the biggest don't is don't send anything you can't afford to lose. Um, even the most reliable signers, you know, things that happen with the post office or something can come back damaged or lost. You know, I've gotten envelopes back that were completely empty where, you know, it either fell out in transit or wasn't sealed tightly or something like that. Um, so I would say that's the biggest one. Just don't send anything that you'd be really disappointed in losing. Um, and then, you know, for me, it's, it's try not to be too greedy. You know, don't send 10 cards at a time. Sometimes I send, you know, two or three. Um, if I send more than two, I always offer for the player to, you know, keep one or two, um, you know, whether they need a stack to, to sign for other people or whatnot. But, um, you know, don't get too greedy. I think that it would probably turn a lot of players away if they're getting stacks of, you know, 10 or 12 cards in the mail to sign because then it's probably pretty obvious what you might be trying to do. Yeah, it makes perfect that, sense. That, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, yeah. All right, man, that's uh, that's great. I, kn I know you got to run. we got to run, too. we got to get back to work. But uh, just before we leave, can you give our guy, our listeners, your uh, your Twitter handle, your or any other information they need that might want to connect with you? Yeah, um, you know, I was looking to connect with new collectors on Twitter, and if you guys have any questions about PTMs or just collecting in general, feel free to hit me up. I'm at lost underscore underscore collector. Um, that's at lost underscore collector on Twitter, and then um, you gave the blog address earlier, but it's the lost collector dot dot com 
And, awesome. um, you know, that's just kind of chronicles my TTM request as well as other, you know, card related, uh, card related articles. Good stuff, man. Well, good luck with your, with your endeavors, man. You know, getting those, uh, TTMs back and, and working on your, um, Tino Martinez collection, right? Yep. Exactly. Thanks guys. Awesome. Hey, thanks for joining us. And, uh, Guys, we'll be right back after this quick break, and we're going to get back into some, uh, some, some more fun stuff. You guys hold tight. Hello, my name's Eli. You're listening to Beckett Widow. Man, AJ from The Lost Collector, if you need him. What's up with that? He was cool. Yeah, not so lost. Not, yeah, he's not so lost. He's, he sounds like he's got his, uh, his game down. He knows what he's doing with that uh, Through the Mail. Have you ever done Through the Mail? Uh, you know, I've I never, think, I've never tried it. Yeah. You yeah. never tried that? Never tried it. Um, I, uh, it looks... I don't know why. You know what? I might try it today. You want to try it today? I might try it who today. Would, who would your first guy be on Through the Mail? Like, theoretically speaking, if you... So I don't know who my first guy is. I've heard a lot of stories just talking to people in the office that uh, Dirk Nowinski is fantastic at that kind of thing. Is he really? I've yeah. never even heard that. Yeah, so I've heard that a lot. So uh, I know some guys that have sent uh, jerseys to him with a letter and a, you know prepaid envelope to send it back sure. or whatever and uh, they've gotten jerseys back from him wow so that's really cool yeah he's kind of like your your community guy you know just okay. looking out for people or whatever just a nice guy or whatever so um i don't know if he's on the top 10 of my list you know um but i would i would love to get a griffey autograph yeah you know and, and i can't i can't enter the contest so i'm, I'm still uh, yeah. i'm still working on that so. i looking at his blog i was actually very intrigued by the juan gonzalez really yeah i mean now I was I was like that fringe ranger fan growing up, you know, right, right. And, like they were they were good, and I was like, oh, you know, and then they always met the Yankees and got just battered in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So, but Juan Gonzalez is one of those guys that was an absolute fan favorite around this, this area. Oh yeah. And but his relationship with the team is not all that great. Right. So Juan Gonzalez getting a, getting an autograph from him would be kind of cool because of that aspect. You know, he's just there's just some bad blood there and until it goes away he doesn't come around much right. so i got an idea okay what's up we need to send aj a ttm through the mail yeah we should do that to get his autograph let's, do, let's, let's find something okay send it to him and see if he sends it back all right let's do it let's do that all, all right, right. aj deal. i hope you're listening yeah uh, man. you're gonna get you're gonna get a letter from uh, a letter from us yeah we'll send a letter how much we loved you being on the show yep we'll send a cheeseburger or something and sign <laughs> it up and uh, send it back and we'll see if you can <laughs> sign that and send it back to us that would be fun, man. Good deal. Uh, yeah, he was great. I got, uh, hope you guys really enjoyed that. Next week, we we had TTM this week. So next week, what we're doing is we're going to have some in-person autograph uh, guests. We have a guy that works in our grading office. His name is uh, Weston, and he is a huge grapher. That's what they call him, right? Graphers? Graphers, yeah, man. He's got, he's, a, got a cool name and yeah. everything. <laughs> he's a huge graffer, man. He he is always From in the know to about where where to go to get to get signatures. He's got some crazy, crazy stuff. Um, we're gonna have him come on and give you guys some tips on how to do that. It's it's pretty impressive what, what he's got what he's gotten or he has had sign already. So um, guys look forward to that. Check the, make sure you check us out next week. Um Let's jump. Let's into, talk about now. Yeah, let's talk about right now. I was going to say that. Let's talk about now. <laughs> What's going on in Tops now, man? Yeah, still doing their thing, man. Now, um, instead of uh, randomly doing the the autographs, I don't know if I've mentioned yet on air that they're actually um, doing autographs. They're actually selling the autographs uh, right from the get go. So they've done a couple of those. Uh, David Ortiz, I believe, was the last one that they did, and uh, you know, pretty big deal on those. You know, the prices are anywhere from one ninety nine to to the thousand dollars to get to buy these autographs. Uh, serial numbered, kind of like they were doing the bases. So, 
you know they're doing they found a niche and uh, everything's selling out and the numbers are are, are good you know no nobody's really a, a slouch anymore so i think people have caught on and, and really like it um so they're they're doing good things and uh you know leaf live has done their second card now uh they've done uh makata so with his uh his call up last week so they've done their second card so they're moving right along in this instant world and now we've got panini eternal panini eternal so yes let's, um we saw this is a uh, up right now uh mr crack now did a piece on this it's instant cards <laughs> it is it's more instant cards it's more and instant cards it's man. doing it different though it's not like we were talking off air it's not about events that are going on right now sure it's about the classics yeah so like the first one looks like they're teasing us with a with a um peyton manning for super bowl 50 uh they've got a couple looks like a relic card and a base card that they're doing um i would imagine i mean this is kind of a neat idea if you think about it because you could go back and and commemorate some of the cool super bowls and some of the events that have happened um if that's what they're going to do keep a football theme i mean if not i mean really for this instant world you could pretty much highlight whatever you want whenever you want that is a great point you you could really you really could you could if you wanted to and they had the they had them stuff they could go back and highlight Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali versus uh, George Foreman, you know? Yeah, why not? And have some boxing trunks. Or, you know, the, a, a space shuttle launch or something like that. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, they could they could do a horse racing car. I mean, they could pretty much do anything that they could possibly think of. Um, you know, a celebrity passes away, they could do something. A celebrity's birthday, they could do something. They could... It's, it's endless. It is endless. Um, I'd, I wonder I, if they'll get into the presidential race coming up here you know if any of these guys will, will take that by the horn i mean tops has done the garbage pail kids poking fun at both sides and doing things like that but let's see what else they come up with between now and then it's it's funny that you mentioned that because uh we, we we haven't discussed this at all but decision series two is coming out and uh it is i heard about that over the weekend you heard about that i did so i wonder if the guys behind behind that brian wallace and uh another party to be named later would uh <laughs> Would be willing to get into the instant card going up to wow. the election. I didn't think about that. That would. Can you imagine getting a, a, a hanging Chad? There you <laughs> from, go. There you from go. No, from the second Tuesday in November. There you go. Something That's a like Florida that. special. Right? Yeah, the Florida special. Something like that. I mean, you know what? I you know how I feel about the instant card. Yeah. Um, you're on that fence. That poor fence, yeah, man. That Let's poor, be honest. It's, a heavy, and I, it's, <laughs> it's been carrying it's my weight for a, a long time. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need a new fence. But this <laughs> this Panini internal, eternal, I mean, I like the concept of it being able to go back and do events from the past. Yeah. I do dig that. Um, and it looks like, too, not to cut you off, it looks like they're going to give you 48 hours. Sure, As opposed to 28, 24 hours yeah. that they've uh, that Way some to do of the math. Other Good job. Did. Yeah, I try. <laughs> I try. So... Uh, that that at least intrigues me because it's something that maybe hadn't been explored yet. You know, maybe hasn't been explored yet. Not at least it hasn't been explored yet in this platform. You know, right? Exactly. So that's uh, I'm I'm curious to see how collectors will go towards that because one day it, we're going to win you over, man. Yeah, and you're going to run this segment and be excited about it. Oh man, don't put me on the spot, please. <laughs> don't do that to me. No, all right. So. That's that. You guys go check that piece out. It's it's uh, it's interesting. Read. They also have a skin on our on our homepage. If you go to our home, the Beckett homepage, the Panini Eter- Eternal skin is on our homepage, and you can uh, just click that. It'll take you to the site. It launches September seventh, which is the day we're recording this. So go check it out. It should be fun. And then uh, we want to get into Captain Crunch. Yeah, man. It's breakfast time. Breakfast time. How do you feel about Tops Archives, bud? Uh. 
I don't know. It's really not quote unquote my favorite product. Um, but I'm digging this Captain Crunch card because I remember having this Captain Crunch card when I was a wee one. It, yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun. It's um, I've never actually, I actually haven't bought Topps Archives in probably four or five years. You know, okay. and I just I just it's not something I don't buy a lot of baseball. But this I like this because uh, again, this is a piece from by Rob, uh, Ryan Cracknell, and it's highlighting the the oddball cards that we have available in Topps Archives. The first one, the cover boy, is Captain Crunch, Mark McGuire, number three of five auto. That's that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, and it's cool because it's obviously, it looks like it was a, an unlicensed product at the time when they put it out because he doesn't have a logo on his hat or anything. Um, so that's kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, man, it looks like I was going through the article here. I mean, they're doing Perina, Rite Aid, Kmart, you know, Nestle's Crunch. They got some, they really took it back, man. And uh Looks like they did good as far as uh, really thinking it through and really buying back all these different cards to to put the set together. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they got, I wish I could see a checklist here. I'm sure we have a checklist there online to see who else is actually in the set. Yeah, it's it's here. Let me read you some uh, read you some names on it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Wade Boggs. Uh, who is that? Steve Garvey. Steve Garvey, fan fave. It is Steve Garvey. Look at that. Steve Garvey from uh, Opeachy. We had Wade Boggs from Ralston Perina Company. So Perina Dog Chow, maybe. <laughs> that looks exactly like the Perina Dog Chow. Uh, let's see. Steve Garvey again from Drake's Big Hit, Big Hitters. Do you remember Drake's? I do. That's, that's in this there. Is, that's pre-Drake. Pre-Drake, uh, pre most people know. Uh, Raleigh Fingers in all his mustache glory. Uh, Kmart 20th anniversary. Do you remember those cards? I do. I remember those cards. They were junk. <laughs> they were. <laughs> uh, Rod Carew, Peachy. Uh, these are all very low number two, um, nothing over five, I believe. So, you know, it's it gives Rite Aid, Rite Aid. Yeah, man. Paul Molitor. So it gives it a cool aspect. You know, something, something a, a little bit more of a chase in it, which is always fun with with the chase cards. You know, it's uh, interesting. I it guess. is. I like it. It I, is. I like it. I don't know if it would make me buy a box of Topps Archive, but if I saw one online on the secondary market. Yeah, I, I might want to pick up. up a single or yeah. two. Yeah. yeah, some of the some of the guys, and it just brings back some good memories. So uh, it's very interesting to see that you know the companies are really they really put some thought into these things that they're doing. You know, they're really going back and trying to uh, relive some of our use that we uh, you know that we experienced with these yeah the use <laughs> that we uh, experienced when we were kids. And uh, yeah, they're doing a good job, man. It's good marketing. It's fun. Uh, speaking of good marketing, I want to talk about uh, Facebook Finest, man. We are on the Facebook Finest Auctions page. What's up, guys? And what's yeah, what's going on, uh, guys? A lot of a lot of fun stuff going on over there. Uh, first of all, I want to bring back bring up Omar Monty. Um, he loves the group. He does. He loves he is, the group. Uh, yeah, he does. He's a, he's a good guy. He's on there. I see, I see him selling. I see him buying. Uh, definitely an active member of the group. And uh, last night he decided to do something really cool. He uh, he had a couple of, uh, new uh, Chris Bryant cards, and uh, he threw them up on the site and said, "Hey, man." These go to a fan for free. You're a Chris Bryant fan. You're a Cubs fan. You get these for free. He got it approved by the uh, the admins, and he threw them up there, and somebody had tagged somebody else who was a huge fan, and they connected, and he got these cards for free, and it just – it was cool. It, it, it is cool. when we Again, we love the positive story. So keeping it positive in the community is, is important, and having a collector like this saying, hey, this is free, just come get it. Right. 
and it, and they went to a fan. Yeah, so. they went to a true fan. And then somebody came on there, and I don't I don't have that name in front of me, but uh, said, "Hey, man, you did a great thing. Who's your favorite team? I want to send you something." There you go. So they've connected, and and, and that's going to happen. So Lo- it's it's kind of cool, kind of paying it forward type thing. Love so. it when 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 things come together like that because that keeps this hobby alive. That's yeah, that's what know, it's all about. And that's what and, we're looking for. And it's really just the kind of the atmosphere of that page. Sure. You know, there's not a whole lot of drama on that page. They, uh, you know. It, Everything works. Yeah. No, everything works. The admins do a great job of running that page over there. And they do such a good job of running that page that we saw something on there this past week that you don't, you, you just don't see every day popping up on Facebook. No, n- not anywhere, really. Yeah, not anywhere, really. <laughs> yeah, anywhere. It, it was a T206 Sweet, Sweet Corporal Ty Cobb Bat Off Shoulder PSA 2.5 for sale, $1,500 on that one that's, but that's that's awesome man because that page just has everything from dollar cards three dollar cards to yeah. to that i mean that's just a fantastic card so did that actually sell uh mr brian duncan would have to answer that question for you i'm okay. not sure that it did there was a couple of uh pms sent in the uh in the notifications there i don't know i would be interested to know if it sold okay um well maybe we'll contact him and see if yeah. uh see if we can get i would hope for his benefit that. that it did sell here and not on eBay or some auction house where they were going to take you way know, too many fees. Yeah, a lot of fees. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's really cool that you just you just don't see that on on Facebook pages. And when you're when you're thirteen thousand strong on, on your page, you you get some cool stuff. And this was definitely pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So. And thirteen thousand, just a lot of active people. I mean, yeah. a lot of groups have a lot of high numbers, but there's a lot of active people. Sure, so. sure. And that's what that's what makes it work. That ma- that's what makes it work. So, uh, guys. Uh, thanks for being a strong community. We'll, we will continue to mention, mention you because you are awesome and we love being a part of that community. For sure. All right, man. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and get back on the mics with Beckett Whatevs. We're going to let Cody get in. Shut up, Cody. Because he's sitting over here wearing his Dr. Pepper shirt. I'm sure he wants to talk about Bishop Gorman just trashing Cedar Hill. Yeah, I'm um, sure that's on the top I'm, of his that's list. That's probably on the top of his list. Also, uh, local news. We had a mountain lion sighting. And a bat sighting. Oh, yes. And the bats in Frisco. we yes. got to talk about that. Yes. It's going to be a weird. Raby bats. Yes. <laughs> Raby bats by an elementary. It's going to be a weird Beckett what ifs, but it's going to be a fun Beckett what ifs. But before we get to Beckett what ifs. Oh, yeah, man. What's up? Check out Steel City Cards, man. Yes. Check them out. With this Bowman drop-in, with this uh, Absolute drop-in, they're going to have good prices on that. Check it out. Um, get a couple boxes from them, get a case from them, whatever, however you roll. Um, they're doing things right up there, so check them out for all the new stuff that you need. Uh, Steel City Collectibles in PA. All right, guys, you guys go do that. We'll be right back. This is Brent Naughton, sports artist, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. All right, man, we're back from that quick break. Beckett, whatevs, my favorite, my favorite uh, segment. We are going strong. Cody's jumping on the ones and twos with us. What up, what up? And hopefully he doesn't say anything dumb this week. Yeah, well, we'll well we can at least. That's why we edit things, right? <laughs> that's why we edit things. What's up, Cody? How you doing, bud? Good, good. Yeah, you doing good? Yeah, man. Oh. I'm like I, I'm not as energetic as Paul is this morning. I don't. I've been trying to sk- uh, steal some of his skittles to wake me up a little bit. But. I took five skittles from Paul. I now owe him like ten because like inflation and. Rates, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're both going to owe him like a pack. Yeah. Right? That's, that's <laughs> so I'm taking notes right here. Yeah. <laughs> Write it down. On the, on the Skittles, Skittles thing. So you haven't actually been on since Bishop Gorman played Cedar Hill. That's been a couple of weeks now. 
and it was a big thing because it was uh it was three versus five in the country on it was on ESPN. You, you did the uh, the the color commentary for the radio broadcast. How'd that game go for you, bud? Yeah, uh, it didn't go uh, it didn't go ideal for us. But I will say, thankfully, it wasn't on last week, right after the uh, right after the loss. So we got a win under our belt on uh, on Friday. had a had a pretty good comeback win. We were down twenty, um, with like seven minutes left in the game, and came back and won. But uh, to to go back to the Bishop Gorman, man, that team was tough. Team was tough. They averaged like three hundred. 10 pounds across the offensive line <laughs> and yeah 310 yards of play uh and just d1 players galore all across the Tate Martell's on that team yep Tate uh, Martell's on o- the team Ohio State commit yep so anytime you're going up against somebody that uh Urban Meyer's recruiting to play quarterback you know uh, they're gonna be pretty solid Muhammad Ali's grandson plays running back for that team right yep and he's actually a professional model oh is he? Uh, fun fact for those listeners wow. out there so so he not only has a are we giving you a, Texas high school football updates, we're giving you professional modeling updates. That's, that's yeah. right. That's why you come listen to Beckett What Happens. <laughs> that's right. Because every, everybody was wondering. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, you, you know, they're a team that in, in Cedar Hills defense, uh, Bishop Gorman's a team that can recruit. Isn't uh, that lack of defense? Right. <laughs> so okay. it was a lot of lack of defense. Uh, it was a lack of not having, like, we probably wouldn't have won with like 12, 13 players on defense. But, uh, uh, they they're able to recruit, which is something that teams in the state of Texas aren't able to do. Um, so they bring kids in from all over the country and and let them play at their school, and and they get more exposure. They get a lot of national TV games, um, and, and good for those kids. And you know, I'm not bashing Bishop Gorman for what they do. They've put a stellar team together, uh, full of Division One laden laden guys. But uh, you, you know, after talking to Coach McGuire over there, it, it was a game that really had no. Uh, effect on what Cedar Hills goals is going forward. So being the homer that I am, I look forward to hopefully uh, getting a playoff run going, uh, getting back on track with our season, and, and bringing some more Texas high school football updates to the Beckett uh, <laughs> Beckett what ofs. Because that's what matters, man. That's it is. What matters. It's all that matters. But uh, that's that's actually a good segue because it is football season. I'm it's so excited. It's we're so pumped. College college football kicked off last season. I'm sorry, last week <laughs> while we were uh, while we were at the DFW card show uh, doing doing a, a live podcast for you guys. Uh, the, the season started going strong, and uh, man, a lot of upsets this weekend. A lot of upsets. A lot man. of upsets. Two, uh, two top fives. Yeah, Wisconsin just. I, I know that the game was closer than what it actually was, but I think Wisconsin just beat LSU down. I think that's what happened. Yeah, it was ugly. And then uh, I, I don't know how else to say this, but Houston just took Oklahoma to the woodshed. Just they did, yeah, because that that game was not even as close as the score indicated at all. Houston was it looked for real. They jumped yesterday in the polls. They jumped up nine spots to number six. Yeah, and then you had Wisconsin jumping up in the yeah. top fifteen. Twenty two spots. Yeah, Texas I think jumped up to. 11? Yeah, they I jumped think. high. So, like leapfrog. That Texas Notre Dame game, what a beautiful game to have on in that time slot. It was up against nobody else. It was it was the only game on and it was worth it, man. It was double overtime 50 to 47, is that right? Was that the final yep. score? Yep. And I'll tell you what. Shane Bouchelle, he might be bringing the quarterback back to Texas. That's uh as a freshman. Yeah, as a freshman. He he was he was legit. He could throw the ball, and they ran that. They ran that that dual uh, quarterback thing that no one ever likes. But <laughs> but it worked though. Yeah, it, it sure worked. Uh, swoops, swoops, which is uh, Cheryl Swoops, 
nephew. Oh wow! Uh, That's a who's who's of people. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Shane Bouchelle, uh, former Texas Rangers. Uh, I'll call him a Texas Rangers. Great, we loved him here. He uh, third baseman. He Shane Bouchelle's uh, Steve Bouchelle's son, Shane Bouchelle, uh, was the other quarterback. And you brought up an interesting point, Cody. There was three kids uh, playing playing ball this year that were former Ranger kids. Yeah, three uh, starting quarterbacks in the Big Twelve. Actually, you have Kenny Hill. Uh, son of Rich Hill, starting out in uh, TCU. And you have Patrick Mahomes out in uh, Texas Tech as a starting quarterback. He's looking to be a top three quarterback, potentially taken in the next uh, NFL draft. So you, you have a lot of guys in the uh, Texas area, sons of major leaguers. So a lot of them used to the, to the spotlight, used to the limelight. Um, used to the heat. Used to the heat, yeah, exactly, used <laughs> to the heat. Uh, and they put on some good performances, all, all three of them getting the win. Texas as a whole did very well. I think there was like 15 Texas schools, I think. The, I was looking, I think the only school from Texas that lost that was a Division One football college program was UNT, and they lost to SMU. So they, <laughs> so they, yeah, <laughs> they didn't really have much of a choice there. But, but something I liked about the college football weekend was, what about the defense that was played? You know, you had some 19-13 to 13 games. The Clemson-Auburn game was low scoring. The Wisconsin-LSU game was low scoring. Of course, you had your barn burners, but – it's good to see defense back in the world of college football. It's a uh, it's a concept that seems to have been lost in the last. It is, man. It seems all season with the spread and just all these crazy offensive schemes. That defense is coming back, and uh, it. I, I, I like defense. I like I like to see people just get crushed. So, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. Speaking of crushed, who was that player that you were showing me got laid out? Oh, I well, I'm <laughs> I'm not sure about. Uh, the name of the player i had to go back and look it up but there was actually some controversy eric i'm sure you saw it uh, if you saw the wisconsin lsu yeah, game yeah uh, and, and the lsu player was was ejected i i saw they were looking into suspending him i haven't seen if he has officially been suspended or not i think he got suspended by for one game for by by last miles okay gotcha. i think i think that's correct because wow. in, in watching the replay me and paul watch it over and over and go youtube it uh if you get a chance but basically Wisconsin defensive back caught an interception, diving interception, uh, to basically seal the game for Wisconsin. And as you know, in college football, once your knee is down, the game's over. It's over. Uh, so he gets up, he starts running towards the, the LSU side of the field, holding the ball up in the air. And, and to me, when I saw it, uh, it, it kind of looked like the Wisconsin guy was running it back for a touchdown and like he had blockers it like in front of him. A whole bunch of people yeah. around him, they're all running the um, same direction. But but regardless, the lineman just came out and just put a lick on him, man. Decleated him, man. him, body was parallel to the ground. So yeah. it, it, it may have got him a suspension, but probably uh, the biggest hit of the year thus far early on. Uh, yeah. That that was a big hit. Then uh, Torrey Hunter Jr. got laid out in the Notre Dame-Texas game as well. That was a vicious hit, and it was real scary. He so. got, And I think he got two touchdowns, right? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he, he's good. Major, he's league, good. <laughs> major league kids uh, showing out this week. King, King Griffey Jr. has been a theme of the show. His son's pretty pretty good, too. He, he's legit. You need to be watching for him. So, uh, man, football, college football is rolling strong. Professional football kicks off this week. Yes. Uh, Thursday night game, we mentioned it earlier with uh, Denver and Carolina. We're looking forward to that. But we're just re- – we're happy football's here. We are. Because uh, it's it's the most beautiful time of the year, right? It, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. How's that song go? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You don't want to sing? Right, I, I don't want to sing this time. Um, it's <laughs> it's going to be fun. So we, we could do the, the cliche thing uh, as, as sports guys and make – 
way too bold predictions this early in the season for for Super Bowl. Bold like your like your purple shirt, bold. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm wearing that purple today, man. Uh, won a Dundee for uh, most award. Oh, sorry, won a Dundee award for most uh, likely to look like grimace on a radio show, and uh, that that's totally going down here. Well, I'm repping my TCU colors. Is what's happening? That's about right. That's why I'm repping my TCU colors. We're we're. Uh, we're one and zero as well. After a scare from South Dakota State, the we Jackrabbits were, making, were uh, yeah. not going away. We were making claims that uh, it would be over in the first quarter, and it was not. It wasn't over until the fourth. So uh, that that's that. But professional football's here. We're ready for that. Um, Denver and Carolina kick the season off tonight. Look for that Instagram giveaway. And what what do you think, Paul? Who's your sleeper this year for uh, for just like a breakout player? Breakout player, man. I kind of like. Um Gosh, put me on the spot here. Yeah, I, did. I like did. Osweiler, man. Do you really, down yeah, in Houston? I do. I do. He's got some decent receivers. Uh, he's got a good running back. They have a good defense. I mean, I really think that he's got a shot, you know, to, to – now, I know he hasn't shown that much in Denver, but he looked, looked halfway decent when he was playing up there. I think he's got the right opportunity, the right scheme, and I hope that uh, hope it works out for him down there. What about you, buddy? Well, I'm, I'm going to sound like a big-time homer, and that's okay, and everybody can hate on me. That's Dak Prescott. Uh I'm actually going to not go with Dak Prescott. I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott. Um, and I don't wait, know wait, if wait, that's – Wait, 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 wait. sleeper. I said breakout sleeper. Not, he not. hasn't had a season yet. Come, when you're running behind a line that – And you're getting picked well, third me, in let every fantasy this, football Let me draft. ask you this. How come Ezekiel Elliott isn't a sleeper, but Dak Prescott is a sleeper? Because ja- Dak Prescott was picked in the fourth round. It and he was not meant to be starting right now. Okay, well, Tony Romo can't stay healthy, and he's just fragile as a freaking okay, how about, piece of glass. How about, <laughs> how about this? I will combine them and say Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott are going to come out and have big years. I, I, like you said, I think there are a lot of people expecting it from Zeke, um, and, and I think it's probably 50-50 on Dak. If you're a Cowboy fan, you're loving Dak Prescott. If you're a Redskin fan like Paul or anybody else that hates the Cowboys, you hate Dak Prescott. <laughs> Um, I love Dak Prescott, man. But what I will say is that I think he's in a position that, uh, as Paul's like choking to death over here on his skittles, he's choking on the irony. Uh, (laughs) I think that uh, Dak Prescott is, and and whether he succeeds or not, what is to be seen. But I think he's in a position far better than any other rookie quarterback. He has Dez, he has Witten, he has Zeke, uh, he has that great offensive line. I think he's just in a position to where. If he doesn't succeed, it's on him. He's in a position to where he has weapons. He has everything he needs to succeed. He's just gonna have to go out and do it. I think. I think you can. I. I was. I've been actually thinking about that this this morning. I think Jason Witten's gonna have a big year because Dak's gonna be checking down a lot, and Witten is such a beast. He's he's so dependable, and he's open. He catches everything. I think he'll have a good season. I think my breakout season, my breakout player though, is actually gonna be a comeback player, Jordy Nelson. Ah, I think Jordy's going to have a just a, an outstanding season. He's he's Rodgers' number one guy, you know, and no one no one solidified that number one spot right there for that Green Bay wide receiving core last year at all. It was you know it was no, spotted. Cobb best. was so up and down last yeah. year. So I think Jordy Nelson's going to come back and have a, a really good season, which will help us in our fantasy league because we picked uh, we picked we picked a Rod. So uh, we did. We're we're ready for that uh, that breakout. And season we got a D minus with a Rod. We got How a D minus, work, man. man. Yeah, we sure did. Dang, depressing. But that's that's that. We're, we're looking forward to it. We want to hear what you guys think about it. Interact with us on Twitter, man. Uh, at Beckett Radio on Twitter. Just let us know what you think. Tell tell us who you, th- who, you who you think is going to be the break, breakout player of the year. Um, just your thoughts on the season. That'll be fun. Also, want to mention that we are 
prepping now for the week of the November week of November eleventh. With November eleventh, the is Veterans Day. It's on a Friday this year, but we're prepping for the Veterans Day show now. And I sent out a tweet yesterday, and I asked if you were a veteran, please email us and let us know so we can uh, recognize you uh, properly on on vet- on the Veterans Day show. Um, you can email us uh, radio at beckett.com or you can just tweet back to us uh, at Beckett Radio. Let us know. So we want we want to make sure you guys are getting the proper recognition for yeah, your service. For sure, and absolutely. And uh, also that that week's going to be a big week. It's going to be it's going to be card focused, you know, sports focused. But we're going to put a little special veterans twist on it for you guys. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're prepping now for that. And you'll be awful tired that week since <laughs> you will have a newborn. Yeah. I yeah I w- I'll have a newborn. Um, Megan's going to go. And B, she's going to be induced on the second. So with you know, Lord willing, the baby will come on the second. We're not waiting three, four days later because I've seen that happen too. Right. Yeah. And don't want that. But uh, Lucas will is due to make his arrival on uh, November second. So, Lucas, we are patiently awaiting you. It's gonna. It's difficult being. It's it's only eight weeks, and when you get this close to something like that, it like the time just drags. On. I know you don't know Cody. It does. It's like it's like waiting for lunch every day. <laughs> yeah, it's like waiting for lunch every day. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, Lucas is uh, Lucas is on his way, and we're we're trying to be patient and waiting. That you know they say don't don't ever ask ask the Lord for patience because He won't give it to you. Nope. But He'll give you the opportunity to be patient. Yeah. So uh, like traffic jams. Anyways, we're prepping for that show. But let's get back to this show. Let's wrap it up, guys. Any final thoughts on the week? Anything to look forward to coming up next week or anything like that? No, I mean, who we got? Um, who Cedar Hill play this week? Mesquite Horn. So it's it's not a huge matchup. The the matchup against Mansfield last week was was pretty solid as they okay. were in the state semis. Uh, they're they're just kind of getting ready for DeSoto, which is coming up in three weeks. So that's going to be a huge matchup coming up for them. Okay. Um, let's keep an eye on the Rangers being yeah, a man. First place, man. Yep, first place in the West. First place in the. American League, yep. and 16 is the magic number. So we're okay. going to start keeping track of that magic number. So. They, you know, they played – last week they played the Mariners here in Texas, and they just whipped them every night. And then this week they played, they're playing the Mariners in Seattle, and Seattle took the first two, but last night – Texas dropped it, and how about Elvis Andrews, man? I was about to bring that up. I didn't know if anyone <laughs> saw it going upper deck, man. Jeez. Furthest home run of his career. That is massive. And he's hitting two ninety eight. Yep. He's hit, he's having the best batting season of his career and no one's talking about it. Yep. No and I think talking. I think the last 6 games they've They're scored still in uh, disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> they've scored 6 runs in a row or yeah. 6 runs or more in the last yeah. 6 games or something insane like that. So it's crazy. It's crazy. But that's going to bring this show to an end. Guys, uh thanks for listening this week. I hope you had fun. Uh, go check out AJ at the Lost Collector Lost actually at Lost underscore Collector on Twitter or Lost Collector blogspot.com uh, give him a follow he's he's pretty cool guys check him out and remember next week we're going to have some in-person graphing guys on we have uh, our guy weston in in studio with us and then we're going to make a phone call up to boston boston we're, and we're going to park the car in the yard and we're going to talk about a monster pizza it's going to be fun he uh, uh we have a, a guy we have a fan of the show who happens to work at a restaurant that apparently everybody known to man goes to celebrity wise, and he's got wait, a lot wait. of. We haven't been there. No, we haven't. Did we get an invite? Uh, you want to go to Boston? Sure. And make a go it's to a take lot a monster cooler pizza? in Boston. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. uh, we need some. We need some uh, crab cakes or Bo- no Boston's beans. How did that happen? Beans and tea. How How did that happen? How did 
how did Texas go? I want beef. And then North Carolina, like, we'll take ribs. And then Boston's like, we want beans. <laughs> how's that How's that go? <laughs> I, yeah, they, I don't know, man. <laughs> and you would think Boston would have, like, first dibs. Yeah, they've been know, around Yeah, they've been around long. Like, we got beans over here. <laughs> so <laughs> that, was like their, that was, like, their first pick. <laughs> it's like main grab lobster. And then Boston's like, well, I guess we'll take beans. Yeah. yeah. Talk <laughs> about getting a D in a draft. <laughs> Talk about getting a D in a draft. That's right. So, uh, guys, thanks for joining us this week. And until next time, Jeff. Just keep listening. Cue the Drake.